back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am Rico, joined by Nick Sainert. And we are here live on the Sarter Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Don't forget to give us a like, a follow, share, subscribe, do whatever you got to do. And thank you all for 7,000 plus followers oh, yeah. on the 93.7 The Ticket Twitter. Thank you all. Hey, those are rookie numbers, though. Let's bump those numbers up. I want to see 75. 75, honey. That's, that's awesome. I, I mean, there will be a day where we cross that 10,000 threshold. And that'll be when a day you, of celebration. When 93.7 The Ticket on Twitter has a K next to the follower oh count. Oh, my goodness. That's that's when you know that I put in all this work for a good <laughs> <laughs> The day-to-day uh, day grind will, of just pleading for followers. I will finally be vindicated. <laughs> because Rico just sees vindication as and a Raph, K. And Raph will be sitting at 500. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will never forget. So I mean, just Raph as the in general, where he was at seven hundred and some, he was like freaking out. He's like, "Gosh, I just want a thousand so bad." And I remember we were all together. I think it was like at the Christmas party or something. We were all together when Raph crossed the thousand. Yeah. And he was like freaking out about his thousand. And then they were it turned out like a couple of them were fake and they were bots. So then they got taken off and then they got back on. So it's anyway, it's but, okay. Sometimes you get followed by bots. It's all right. It, yeah. As long as it adds to the follower count, you're not paid for. Them, right, it's all good. Right. Sip probably has a lot of bots on his some however many thousand. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you when that's a lot of the writers like when you write all those articles like bots just pop up. It's just keywords that they yeah. just happen to pop up and they'll they'll follow you and then they'll send you those weird DMs and you're like, what is happening right now? Not great. Um, anyway, okay, so Rico, I'm not going to lie. As we talked about the playoffs just a couple minutes ago and gave our prediction, which, by the way, my four teams were Georgia, LSU, Ohio. No, excuse nope, me. Michigan. Georgia, LSU, Michigan, and Notre Dame. Notre Dame. And those mine, are my four teams, and yours were? Mine were Georgia, Utah, um, Michigan, and Alabama. Yes. Alabama. It's tough to go against it. It's hard. Um, I'm not sure if you, speaking of Alabama, I'm not sure if you saw this on Twitter. Austin brought this to my attention that Nick Saban and his wife went to Italy and just kept getting roll tide. Roll tides. Roll tide. But he said the people there don't even speak English and they were saying roll tide. Fact or fiction? Fact. That they knew how to say roll tide. Yeah. I'm not even going to try because it'd be, it'd be rude if I did an it Italian accent. Yeah. But just roll tide with the hand gesture. Uh, so anyway, I, I was looking at just during the commercial break there, um, trying to go through quickly the, the Big Ten football transfers because as we're talking about the NFL, or the, the college football playoff and stuff like that, one, one name that was brought up was Sam Hartman, the former Wake Forest quarterback, going to Notre Dame. Obviously at Michigan you have Cade McNamara on the way out. And he's going to Iowa. Hudson Card, the former Texas quarterback, is off to Purdue. The SMU quarterback, Tanner Mordecai, is off to Wisconsin. It's the, the so, quarterback, so like if we're to do, and maybe we need to do this later this week, the preseason quarterback rankings in the Big Ten Conference are going to look significantly different from last year. I mean, there's only two returning quarterbacks from last season. Yeah. Cade McNamara 
at uh, Michigan. Well, and, and at Iowa now. Or no, not Kate. Um, JJ McCarthy. JJ McCarthy. Sorry, whatever. it's okay. JJ McCarthy at Michigan. Tally at Tungavailoa at Maryland. Yeah. Those are the only two that that are returning starters for their current teams. Well, and so like even even with uh, Northwestern, they brought in a Ben Bryant for to be their new quarterback. Um, and and obviously Nebraska brings in Jeff Sims. Jeff Sims. Now, when we we can go up and down because so Athlon Sports did put out a list of their top twenty twenty three quarterback preview and rankings. Mm-hmm. This was way back in February, but just to run through the names as we are, I mean, so I was just talk, texting back and forth with uh, Nuri this morning, yeah. asking him when fall camp starts August first, and so that's in thirteen days. Yeah, it's going to get up and rolling in thirteen days. We're going to be having hearing stories out of fall camp, and so just some of these. Obviously, we mentioned JJ McCarthy and Talia Tunga Viola at Maryland. It's going to be interesting with Maryland, I will say, because they don't have Raheem Jarrett anymore, who was their five star wide receiver who initially was committed and uh, was planning to go to LSU, and then uh, on signing day or just on the moments leading up to signing day goes to Maryland. Um, but no, at Ohio State, no more CJ Stroud, and it's Kyle McCord time. More than likely now, they also added Tristan Jebbia through the transfer portal. People may forget that. Uh, Drew, I hope I hope it's Tristan Jebbia. Unfortunately, I don't he's think it will a, be. He's been in college for like twelve years. Yeah, he's a doc- um, he's a doctor. And then when you look at just other, uh, elsewhere, Drew Aller is finally in for Sean Clifford at Penn State. Took long enough. Drew Aller, who was a, a high ranking, uh, I believe he was a five star prospect in. Oh, 2022, mm-hmm. that would make him in the 2022 class. Uh, but he's had some time, you know, some time playing when Sean Clifford was either injured or bad last year. Zero career starts, though. Tanner Mordecai, we already mentioned that one at Wisconsin. He's been in college football for a very long time. Also 12 years. He started his career at Oklahoma, then transferred to SMU in 2021. And get this. This is what's interesting about Wisconsin, and we can, I suppose, take a few moments here. Is he so Mordecai starts his career at Oklahoma and then transfers to SMU in 2021? He threw for over 3,500 yards in back to back seasons Mm -hmm. and threw 72 touchdown passes in his two year career with the SMU Mustangs. Now, Wisconsin obviously has Braylon Allen and had had that identity of run the ball traditional Big 10 West type of football team. Yeah, you're not doing that with a 3500-yard passer. Well, you you bring in a guy, a passer like that and frankly get rid of a guy like Graham Mertz and he's going to be the starting quarterback in Florida. You bring you bring in an offensive coordinator in Phil Longo that loves to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Loves to throw the ball in Phil Longo. And so when you have a guy like Braylon Allen who rushed for over 1000 last year and is a I want to say, according to uh, in in yards per game, was in the top six or seven in returning backs in the Big Ten in in rushing yards per game. You have Braylon Allen returning, and then you bring in this Phil Longo, and you do. I mean, you would think that the smart thing to do would not to be just to throw Braylon Allen off to the side mm-hmm. when you have a guy like Braylon Allen. How good of a and, and Chesma Lucy? You forget about Chesma Lucy. Is he still there? He is. Okay. Um, how good of a pass catcher is Braylon out of the backfield? Like that's going to be the big question because that's not something he was asked to do very much in the previous Wisconsin offenses. He was asked to run the ball and maybe block for passes from time to time, but for the most part, 
you're handing the ball off to him and you're asking him to run forward and fall forward, but you bring in a 3,500-yard passer, you bring in an offensive coordinator who loves to pass the ball, you have a head coach who isn't known for, you know, ground and pound, but isn't as pass happy as probably people think he is. But this all lines up to show or to see Braylon Allen carrying the rock less times, which maybe that's what they're trying to do and and throw people off and think, oh, Wisconsin's going to pass the ball around. And then they start handing it off to Braylon Allen and nothing changes because they've still got those massive offensive linemen. But it's going to be very strange if one of Tanner Mordecai is either just handing the ball off or Braylon Allen is blocking for a lot more passes or going out um, to, to catch passes out of the backfield. Either one of those is going to be very strange to see. Here's the the interesting differences. Now, obviously, North Carolina was a, a really good football team last year. Um, ended up first in their division, I believe, but lost 39-10 to in the ACC championship. Differences between... I don't want to compare Phil Longo and Mark Whipple, but right with a guy in Phil Longo, I'm, and I'm looking at this comes from CFBStats.com, which is, I mean, outlines every single total stat that you need to know from each year for every single team, where they match up nationally and such. North Carolina last year under Phil Longo finished in top 20 in total offense, 19th overall. And while they had 4,330 pass yards, they also had 2,149 rushing yards, which was good for about 463 yards per game mm-hmm. uh, last season. And that comes with Drake May, who's uh, going to be an NFL-type quarterback coming up, all things uh, if they play out as expected. And that's also at North Carolina where it's a much better football team. But just I to compare to, obviously, like a – I hate to do this, Mark Whipple, to where there was no want to when it came to running the ball as a team. Nebraska, by the way, last year finished uh, with 1,480 rushing yards and only 2,600 passing yards. Mm -hmm. A significant drop down from North Carolina, uh, less than, or I should say they averaged 80 more yards per game in Chapel Hill than they did here in Lincoln. So obviously you look at you look at at talent on the roster. Nebraska did have Trey Palmer last year, mm-hmm. but you look at a quarterback who was throwing the ball, it's Drake May, who's probably going to be an NFL type of guy. Um, and you look at Phil Longo, who also had a couple couple good rushing or running backs in Chapel Hill. Well, North I'm Carolina. looking I'm looking at Phil Longo, 2017, 2018, Ole Miss offensive coordinator. He had Shea Patterson as his quarterback. Yeah. Um, passing, they averaged 328 yards a game. Rushing, they averaged 134 yards a game. They had 1,000-yard rusher. Um, the next closest running back was Devon Penamon, who had 217 yards rushing. Um, that was their 2017. So, again... So I suppose it's, maybe it's lazy for us just to sit here and say, all right, they have to pick one or the other. Maybe it is. Wow, Shea Patterson had 2,259 yards passing, and the backup, because they split games, so yep. it was 7-7, seven and seven, Jordan Ta- Ta'amu had 1,682 yards passing. So they had 3,000, 4,000 yards passing between the two of them and only 1,000-yard rusher who had 155 carries that season in 12 games. Well, as we've seen through various teams, obviously also some of the, caught the ball twenty six times for two hundred and forty one yards. The top teams in the country are able to throw and pass well, or throw and pass, throw and uh, pass and run well. Mm-hmm. Complimentary football is such a a cliche used in college football now. 
to where maybe maybe Wisconsin's able to figure something out there to where they're able to use a thousand yard rusher like Braylon Allen and a, and a very very serviceable um, and 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 talented backup in Ches Malusi who was a transfer from Clemson a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, Ches Malusi and Braylon Allen, and compliment a guy like Tanner Mordecai, who has over 7,000 passing yards in his last two seasons and 72 touchdowns. Well, a year after, Jordan Tamu took over the starting role, 3,918 yards passing. Wow. No thousand yard rushers. Scotty Phillips was closest with 928. And uh, Jordan Tamu actually carried the ball 116 times as the quarterback. Wow. So I don't know exactly what they're going to do. It does seem like they're going to pass more than they run. But with a running back like that, you you would expect – he's not afraid to run the ball. It's not like he's scared to run it. So you would expect um, um, Braylon Allen to get his share of carries. But I still expect them to pass more, and I – I don't know how how that's going to go for Wisconsin. What I do want to do eventually uh, here in the next few weeks or so as we lead up to college football season you know, beginning is do a deep dive. One segment a day, we deep dive on a Big Ten football team because it, you look like a Michigan State and and back in February, so once again, I'm, I'm looking at this list from Athlon Sports. Back in February, Peyton Thorne was still their quarterback, mm-hmm. and he decides to transfer out and join Hugh Freeze at Auburn. Mm-hmm. And now you sit there, go, all right, you 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 lost Kenneth Walker a couple years ago, and it's tough to replace a guy like Kenneth Walker, and then you lose a quarterback in Peyton Thorne as well. Mm-hmm. And what, where does that leave Michigan State and Mel Tucker? And we're going to learn and hear from these guys, obviously, next week at Big Ten Media Days. But there's a lot of fascinating and intriguing storylines around the Big Ten because you have such a, a heavy running back and talented pool in the Big Ten Conference this season. Mm-hmm. But then there's a lot of question marks around quarterbacks as well where it's so many new faces in Jeff Sims and in uh, obviously Tanner Mordecai and Hudson Carr and Drew Aller and, and Kyle McCord at Ohio State. How do those guys handle – I mean, even even Kaliak Manis at Minnesota. Tanner Morgan was there for six years, mm-hmm. and now they're they're going to Kaliak Manis. Unfortunately, we saw Kaliak Manis last season. They did. Nebraska sure did. And you're going to see him again to start the season. Yep. So it's I mean just there's a lot there's a lot of intriguing storylines um going into not only Big 10 media days but especially the the football season as long as everybody stays healthy I suppose. Yeah, we'll see exactly what happens. I like the idea of a deep dive and we have some people we can call to help Absolutely. us out with a couple of those deep dives. So we might actually we're definitely going to be doing that going forward. But you're listening to Ticket Water Cooler right here on 937 the Ticket.